can you make your cholesterol reverse or can you make soft plaque reverse before it's calcified and hardened and a mature plaque? I get this question nearly every single day in my DMs, under my videos, on my posts, on whatever social media platform you're on. I get this question. Somebody wants to know, Dr. Allo, I've had an LDL of 130 for 10 years. I know I have plaque. Is there any way I can make it better? So it's a nuanced question. Like I said, if there's a doctor that just throws out an answer, they're probably lying. Um, it's not that simple. We do know that once plaque has formed, which I think I've talked about in previous uh, podcasts, once plaque has formed, it's not going away. Um, that is calcified. It's late stage. It's like the smoker who finally got lung cancer. You're not really making that go away if you quit smoking now. The question is, what happens if that person were to have quit smoking many, many years ago? Could the lung cancer possibility have gone away? Generally, if the plaque has been there for a while, it's not going away. Um, all of these people that are like, well, I did my carotid intima medial thickening um, scan and it showed that my plaque regressed, my soft plaque got better. So first of all, CIMT or carotid intimal, intima medial thickening is not always a good um, substitute for coronary artery disease. Um, sometimes it correlates with having plaque in your coronary arteries. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but let's just say, for the sake of argument in this case, that it actually does. Corn, uh, CIMT, um, when you do see regression... You're looking at like hundredths of a millimeter. Like that is so minimal. And the problem with that modality is it's ultrasound. The resolution is not that good. You know, have you have you ever looked at an ultrasound? Like, like imagine baby ultrasounds. When you guys look at baby ultrasound, can you really see the eyes and the eyelashes? Not really. Um, it's not that accurate. So yeah, we can measure your carotids. Now imagine something even smaller. You know, babies are kind of big you know, depending on what stage in the game you're ultrasounding them. But you're doing an ultrasound on a tiny little artery in your neck that is millimeters thick. And you're measuring the intima, which is these, you know, a thin layer on the inside of it. And you're saying, oh, it regressed a little. You know, there's this person on Twitter that keeps posting, I just had my fourth CIMT and it got even smaller. Whoop-de-doo, congratulations, but it probably really didn't change at all, uh, if anything. Um, the, the accuracy is so low, the uh, you know confidence intervals around that are so wide that two different people doing the same test to you on the same day, two different times, are going to get wildly different results. Is it kind of standardized a little bit for research purposes? Yes, when they did like the asteroid trial with rosuvastatin and a few other things, um, it was a little more standardized and you did see some regression. Rosuvastatin, probably really the only medication um, that we know of to date, and that's Crestor, that actually caused some plaque regression. But we know we can cause it. You know, that's not, you know, that was the one that was shown in the asteroid trial 
you know, back then that was amazing because we had never really had anything that could do that before. But we also never had medications that could really lower your LDL cholesterol to like less than 60 before. So that was the first time we had ever seen that. But it wasn't mainly due to the rosuvastatin. It was because we got your LDL cholesterol to like 50. Um, but that was the first study that showed that. Now, there have been other studies, and I have a whole chapter about this in my new cholesterol book. Go to dralonet slash cholesterol to find out when it comes out. Um, one of the studies I go, go over, and there's this beautiful graph in it, where it shows that early lesions in your coronary arteries, let's say you have a lesion that's like a three and a half, four percent blockage. If you attack that lesion soon enough, within 10 to 20 weeks, if you lower your LDL cholesterol, you could probably regress that five, four, four percent lesion, let's say, down to like a one or two percent. And then if you stay really low on your LDL, you could get it down to like 1% or you know, close to zero. This is early lesions that are fresh and soft. Now, as the lesion matures and becomes, let's say, like 15% blockage, a lesion in your coronary artery that's a 15% blockage, you aggressively lower cholesterol, you're not going to get it down to zero. No chance. But you may get it down to 5%. Um, and that's possible. That is possible in a more mature lesion. In an advanced lesion that is quite advanced, you know, has a fibrous plaque, um, what have you, you're not going to regress it as much. Let's say it's also a 20% lesion, you're going to get it down to like 18, maybe 15%. The more advanced the lesions, and the longer you let your LDL cholesterol go, the worse the outcomes. They also continued that study with a control group that didn't get any lipid-lowering therapy. Their lesions went from 3 to 4% to, you know, mature lesions at like 15%, then 20%, then eventually, you know, 22, 25, what have you. It was a short study. It was like 60, 70-week study. If you received no lipid-lowering therapy whatsoever the lesions became more and more mature, more and more advanced, and they were less likely to uh, regress with any therapy. And we've known from other studies in the past, very mature lesions, and I'm talking more than these, we're talking like 65, 70% lesions, they're not really going to get better at all. If you have a lesion in your left anterior descending artery, the Widowmaker, that is a 58% blockage that's been there for years, getting your LDL cholesterol down to even 10 right now, it's not going to drop it to zero. That 58% lesion may drop down to 55, but what you will get is that it won't get worse. And that's a best case scenario for most people. If you've had high LDL cholesterol for a very long time and now you are being aggressive about it and want to lower it, what you are getting is that your lesions will uh, become mature. They will no longer be vulnerable. They will harden up and stiffen up. They may even calcify, and it prevents them from rupturing. The example I give is a jelly donut. If you were to take a jelly donut, which is a soft plaque, and you squeeze it, all the jelly shoots out and oozes out, right? That's what a jelly donut does. If you were to take that jelly donut and dip it in concrete and let it 
harden up and let the concrete dry. Now when you squeeze that jelly donut, none of the jelly oozes out and plugs up your arteries and gives you a heart attack. That's kind of the example. Um, So what we want is we want your advanced lesions or even not so advanced, like middle of the middle of the road lesions to harden up and not get worse. Fresh lesions, depending on how old they are, will get better um, and 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 may you know regress to a point where they're you know not going to bother you at all. If you want to know uh, more about this, it's in chapter fourteen of my new cholesterol book caused as called. Uh, the chapter 14, does plaque ever regress? And we go through all the studies. There's some pictures, some nice graphs, some pictures of what advanced plaque looks like, what it doesn't look like, all that kind of stuff. Beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous graphics and link outs to all of the studies in the American Heart Association Journal, Circulation, the European Societies, all of these amazing, amazing journals Um, where these uh, topics were talked about and the studies that looked at reversing plaque, whether it reversed or not. Now, the one thing I will warn you again, studies that have to do with plaque regression generally are not outcome studies. So just because a plaque regressed a little, that does not necessarily mean we had less heart attacks and strokes. Um, Those studies were not powered to check that. You have a 45-week study that looked to see if your carotid media isn't as thick or an, or, a, or a calcified plaque in your left anterior descending artery in your heart, Widowmaker, got smaller. These were not long-term studies that evaluated whether or not you had a heart attack or a stroke later. Just want to be clear on that. Imaging studies are cool and neat, and ultimately we know if they were carried, carried out on a long enough time horizon they probably would show that. But at this point in time, most of them are not powered to show like reductions in cardiovascular events, all-cause mortality, cardiovascular death and mortality, all of that. Sure, some of that might trickle in there because somebody's bound to die in those 30 or 40 weeks, which is super short. Um, but still, it, 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 won't, it won't reach the confidence interval. Um, it won't be not a coincidence, let's put it that way. It, it, it would still be not underpowered uh, to prove anything. So if you like this podcast, I would love if you'd leave me a five-star review and some amazing comments. And that's all for now. If you have questions, drop them under any of my socials. That's where I got to get a lot of the topics from. And I'll be more than happy to uh, answer your questions. Thank you all for listening. Love you all very much. We'll chat in the next episode. Peace.